0: I have realized that a lot of Christians are not going spiritually. We may be growing financially. Yes, it's good to have money. Money answered all things. We may grow in psychologically or mentally. That is good. We may be growing in influence and affluence. Yes, that is good. But I can show you that many of us are in the kingdom of his dear son, but we are not growing spiritually. Check your life. You have been in the faith for three or four years now. What have you become? I always always tell myself, I was born again in 2016. Four years has passed. What have I become in the faith? If you check yourself after three or four or five years, whatever years you spent in the kingdom and you have not become anything, then I'm worried about your investment. Because Christ, because God killed his only son so that he can have a germination of many sons. Bible says in the book of John chapter one, as many that received him, he gave them power to become the sons of God. So you on earth or you as a believer, you are an investment of God and no investor wants to make a loss. You Don't go to business to make a loss. You make you, you do business to gain a dividends or profit. So the investment that God has placed in you, you must what? Assure that what you create a profit for God. Am I communicating here? So on the path of spiritual progress, you must grow unto maturity. Have you ever wondered, you know, people tell me, oh, I'm praying, I don't see the answer, I'm praying, I think I can't hear the voice of, God. have you wondered why it's like that? Because you will pray, you will see, you don't get the answer. I will just pray and I will get the answer. Have you ever sat down and what, why is it that this person it seems to strike in a chord in eternity and I'm not striking a chord in eternity? It is because you're a spiritual baby. God will never entrust weightier matters to spiritual children. Stay with me. I'm going somewhere. This sounds boring, but stay with me. Let me tell you this. If you don't grow spiritually, you are doing yourself a disfavor. Because... (laughs) Because attaining to spiritual maturity is the key to efficiency and ease in your work with God. Listen to me and listen to me very carefully. The higher you grow, or the higher you go, the easier it becomes with your work with God. You know why? Because grace will be supplied. In the realms of the spirit, the higher you go, the easier it becomes. Because whenever you ascend to Mount Zion, provisions is available. There is no blessing or advantage to remaining a spiritual babe. There is no blessing. When the blessings and the graces of heaven are being dispersed to the people of God and the state or the state you are in is a spiritual babe. I can assure you, you won't partake in a blessing. You won't partake in a blessing because I'm definitely not going to give an iPhone 12 Pro Max to a three-year-old boy. Nobody in their natural mind is going to give an iPhone 12 Pro Max to a three-year-old boy because that three-year-old boy does not have the stature, does not have the maturity, is not grown enough to be able to handle that which you want to commit onto him. So in the kingdom of God, if you don't grow, God will not commit stuff to you. When people are prophesying, you won't be able to prophesy. When people are casting down devils, you won't be able to cast out devils. When people are receiving the blessings of God, you won't be able to receive some. So when you don't grow, like the prophet said, when you don't grow, you won't know the value of that which God is giving to you. I said, listen, I'll preach on a message, the investment of God upon men. Then you realize that you are joking. Because God has made a great investment in you. And you are there, you know, doing your stuff. Listen to me. Children are giving birth to sons are made. Don't want to. He said, as many as received him, he gave them power. To become the sons of God. So sons have to be made. Sons are not born. What? It says what? As many as received Jesus Christ. He gave them what? Power. To become what? The sons of God. To become means made. So understand that. In the path of spiritual progress. You go from a child. To a son. To a father. It's not enough to be a child. That is the that is that is the level that is you know, you don't get anything as a child, and I'll show you something. You don't get anything as a spiritual child, you don't get anything. So, sonship is a place of maturity, fullness, and stature. In Israel, all 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 of them were children of God, but only Moses was the son of God. How do I know this? Bible says that the children of Israel knew the acts of God. But when it came to Moses, Moses knew the ways of God. Do you know the ways of God? In other words, when I do a little bit of biblical assiduces, I can see that Moses had intimacy with Jesus. Because Jesus said, I am the way. Let me not go there. Don't be a child. Be a son. And don't just be a son, strive to become a father. Bible says that a son or heir, as long as he's a child, he differed not from a slave, and he shall be put under tutors. So whenever you're a child, it doesn't matter if God wants to make you a nation prophet. You will never walk in your ordination. Because you are still a spiritual child. So you must grow and attain that ordination. And come to me. And I saw in dream that I'll become a mighty apostle. It is, it is good. But you must grow to that stature. It won't come by just you eating and sleeping and drinking. Thinking that one day they'll call and become a mighty apostle. You lie back. So scripture here is saying that. as son or earth. As long as he's a child, different not from a slave. So whenever you're a child, you are put in the slavery category. If you refuse to grow, it is the most insane thing you ever did after your salvation. Very insane. The reason many of us can't represent God, because you know you can represent God. Some girl told me with this. (laughs) The reason why you can't represent God is that you are a child. I will never go and let my three-year-old cousin go and represent me anywhere. It's not happening. You can't speak on God's behalf. Why? Because you like the stature and the maturity. I don't think that being a, a spiritual babe it's like, the, the, you know, the youngest child in the family, where you will be pumped and you'll be spoiled and you'll be protected. You know, the little children in our family, the last born, they are pumped, they are spoiled, they are protected. It's like, you know, everything is just good for them. Don't think that in the kingdom it's like that. Don't ever have that correlational mindset in the kingdom. Spiritual children, to be a child is a disaster. To be a child in the kingdom is a disaster. Bible says that there was a voice in Ramah. Because which was weeping bitterly for her children. And Bible says that she refused to be comforted. Now, understand that Christianity is a warfare and not a playground. It is not meat, drink, and it is not meat and drink. So whenever you are adopted and inducted into the kingdom of God, warfare is the order of the day. And be rest assured that the enemy will come for you. Be rest assured. Lack of listen to this statement and let it listen. The Holy Spirit said something to me. He said, "When you are when you are teaching, don't teach to the ears of the people. Teach to the heart and the spirit, because <laughs> uh, you can write stuff on the on the tablet of your heart." Konimi alunama. Listen, listen to this. Lack of spiritual growth will make you a casualty of the kingdom of darkness. If, listen, if the kingdom of God strike. And we, we have five Christians there. The missile will hit the spiritual babe and not the man, not the man who has stature in Christ. So if, if, if the enemy was supposed to release an intercontinental ballistic missile, I tell you this with all assurance, I will stand and somebody next to me who is a spiritual babe will fall for that disaster. In the kingdom of God, when people fall, it's not the journal that will fall. It is the spiritual being. When you go to war, you are not going to sacrifice your foot soldier for an army general. It, it, it doesn't even make sense. Why would I sacrifice my, the, the, the chief or the governor or the lieutenant for a foot soldier? No in the kingdom of god when when the in the kingdom of god when the kingdom of darkness attacks it is the spiritual children and the spiritual babe that are the casualties so if you don't want to end up as a, you know as a spiritual casualty or statistics i assure you that grow why the scripture said that there was a voice in rama why was Rachel weeping for her children? In the day of battle, innocence is not an excuse. In other words, from that scripture, you can derive that there was some, some, some sort of slaughter. There was some sort of warfare, and the people casualties were casualties with their children. Rachel was weeping for her children. You better grow. Because they might end tears. As you begin to ascend higher, on the path of spiritual progress, let me say this, you will lose people. You lose your friend. Your girlfriend might leave you. Your boyfriend might leave you. It's all part of the journey. Even family members will leave you. Jesus said, deny yourself, carry your cross, and follow me. Many are good in following men, but many can't follow Jesus. You can follow that prophet of God. You can follow that pastor. You can follow Apostle Salman. You can follow my father in the law, Apostle Ramu Osayi. But you are not good in following Jesus. Check anyone who is the best in anything. He does a lot. From carnal to spiritual, take the best people. Cristiano Ronaldo, he trains more than anybody. Great men have deep stories. Success, I said, I told someone that success is inversely proportional to laziness. No lazy man can be successful. And God will never call a lazy man because to do the work of God and to grow spiritually is hard work. Sometimes, the Holy Spirit will tell you, wake up, let's do intercession. You want to sleep, but you have to do it. <laughs> Glory to God. When we talk about prayer, you're not effective. Prayer drill, you won't come. When we talk about studying, you are not effective in it. When we talk about fasting, that one put they forget you are not effective. So there is no such thing in the kingdom of God that you are, in, you are effective in it. Pray about, steadier, mm, fasting. Mm. There is nothing in the kingdom that you can say that you have exhausted it. You can't exhaust prayer. You can't exhaust the scriptures. You can't exhaust fasting. So how will you grow? There is no ingredient of spiritual good that you have ever exhausted in your life before. You have bare minimum. You have bare minimum. Now let's, let's analyze the parameters of spiritual good, like as, as the team we said today. So, parameters of spiritual good. Someone came and told me, hey, People, why when you always praying, 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 so you don't get tired. I said, you're a bad slider. Because understand that spiritual activities cannot be exo- exhausted. I told somebody, prayer does not finish. If you pray and you tell me you finish, it means you don't have a burden. The reason why somebody can stay in the place of prayer Tiring, tiring is because they have a burden. We don't have a burden. Listen, if you want to grow, this is for free. It's not part of the message. If you want to grow in God, ask God for burdens. Because when the burden of God comes upon you, what is limitation? It is like a weight upon you. It eats you up. The, people, the, 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 the Pharisees and Sudanesees, they placed a burden upon themselves. They said, we will not eat, we will not drink until we have slain Apostle Paul. I said this to somebody. I said, the people that will make more impact than me in the kingdom or in life are people who do this. There are people who do this. There are the people who know more than me or pray more than me. If you make more impact than me, it is because you know more than me or you pray more than me. Simple as that. And it is possible to do both on the extreme. I was telling my boss, my, 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 my pastor friends, that every meeting I go, I make sure I pray more than everybody there someone say eh, you're trying to you know practice. no 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 it is my own it is it is my own mental mental faculty I have placed that in my mind it's not to go and compete because when I enter into the place of prayer and we begin to travel we enter the spirit I don't see you you don't see me I'm not Albert Nedi, I'm a different man I make sure I pray more than anybody there not to boast because you don't gain anything when you show up. In prayer, you don't gain anything. We are looking to gain alignment. Not to show off. Mm, Holy Spirit help me. Many study the word, don't pray. Many pray, kayo, 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 they don't open a scripture. <laughs> I'm very fortunate because I have to pray and I have to, I have to study. I have to teach the words. So I have to do both. I have to exhaust both of the economies. I have to do it. Listen to this. If you have the spirit and you don't have the word, you will blow up. If you have the word and you don't have the spirit, you will dry up. What you take you far with your work with God is a strange hunger and a burden. If you catch this mystery four years later, You will see me and buy me wine. You will see me and dash me money. Because I am giving you keys. Listen, if you give yourself to these things, give yourself two years, you can be a general in the faith. I said, if you want to go far with God, you need a strange hunger and a burden. Someone asked me, hey, Julia, how you keep on going? It is because I have a burden. I ask God, God, put a burden upon me. Put a hunger upon me. I pray this prayer that said, Father, oh God, baptize me with a strange hunger. That cannot be satisfied. So when men say there is a casting down, you will see there is a lifting up. When men are fainted, the strength of God will enable you to propel and to push forward. You don't have a burden. That's when you pray 18 minutes, you are tired. Bible says that the Spirit of God, he helped our infirmity. For we don't know how to pray for us, we ought to pray, but the Spirit make it intercession. So the prayers it's not even you that is doing it. It is the Spirit of God that is working in you to pray. But you pray for 18 minutes and you are tired. Listen. If you're a Christian for three years and you you still can't pray for one hour, you're a joker. Come, let us put you in intensive care. What you need, listen, I, 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 during, in the fast now, teach a message, burden. What you need is not a blessing. What you need is a blessing. What you need is not butter. What you need is a burden. Many go to God and ask God for blessing. God, can't god job listen to me it's very good to have those things we all need those things but is that all there is to the faith god did not save you to bless you with the a... car god did not save you listen to me listen let us have kingdom mentality god did not save you just to give you money if there's if if, if that's all there is to jesus christ dying his burial and his resurrection then that 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 system of what jesus went through is cheap god did not save you just to come and give you materialistic blessing yes it's part of it but if that's all that is your heart goal then i'm sorry you'll miss the kingdom mindset and many of us are not kingdom mindset everything is me myself and i what will i get in this Yeah, I'll send it to you, I'll send it to you. Don't worry, Christmas, I'll send it to you. Everything is about you. Me, myself, and I. Can somebody read from Hebrews chapter five, verse 14? Can somebody read from Hebrews chapter five, verse 14? Hebrews chapter five, verse 14. Hebrews chapter chapter five, verse 14. Kenneth, is he on Enoch? Hebrews chapter 5 verse 14, please. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 14. Enoch, can anybody read that for me, please? If not, then I have to read myself. I think which I have All for right, Can you please uh, repeat uh Hebrews Bible. 5 14? Hebrews 5 14. Hebrews five fourteen you know quiet, can't you find uh, Hebrews? I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. I'm opening it, sorry. I was getting above it. Okay, so Hebrews five fourteen. 14. Hebrew five fourteen and I read. But solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. Okay, Bible says, "By strong meat, belonging to them that are full of age, even those who by reason of use have exercised themselves to discern both good and evil." Thank you. Now, one major outcome of spiritual growth is that your is that it sharpens your discernment? Listen, some of your discernment is as bad as it goes. No shame. Spiritual growth makes your journey easier because you begin to discern good from evil, divinity from demonic, right from wrong. Whenever you grow, Exercise your spiritual senses. So you have the capacity to distinguish between the difference. So, path of spiritual progress. Anytime God wants to promote you, the first thing you need to remember is that he increases the level of grace upon your life. Now, grace is God's energy he uses to build men. Without grace, you are not going anywhere. Anytime God wants to elevate you, he multiplies peace and grace to you. I told somebody that in this kingdom, it's very simple. You must interact with God from the standpoint of mercy, from the mercy seat. When mercy seat is available to you, then you can obtain the virtues of grace. Then when the virtues of grace come, that is when every prayer you pray becomes effective. Now you can fast and pray 100 days for a Rolls Royce, but if grace is not supplied for that, you will never get it. Unless you go going buy it yourself or someone buys it for you. The one today. But grace must be supplied in everything you are asking the father. You are saying that I am praying, I am praying. I'm not seeing the answer. I came to tell you that grace has not been supplied. Because if grace is supplied, you say, God, I need this tomorrow, you'll get it. Now you don't overjoy overnight. Or you don't mature overnight. You grow onto maturity. The same way it takes time to gain muscles in the gym. That is the same way it takes time to grow. Somebody said, eh, "Trick, I've been a uh, uh, trick. You know, I've been, uh, you know, I want, you know, I want this gift. I want to flow in this dimension, and i still not getting it." And I asked the person, how many, how many, um, how many months and uh, hours have you been spending in the secret place praying and fasting? The person told me one week. I said, you're a joker. You expect, God to, you expect God to do something for you that will take you four year course. When you go to university, it takes you four years to get a degree. But some of us, we don't want to go through the process of time. Now, understand that there's a process of time to everything that God is going to give to you. Certain grace, certain platform, certain blessings you need will take time. In the calendar of divinity, it has been scheduled that we'll give this to uh, 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 Isaac in, in three years. But Isaac wants it in three months. You will not get it. You will pray and pray and pray and be frustrated in the three months. Bible says and Jesus grew in favor with men and with God. He grew. So the path of spiritual progress is a process. I said, I didn't wake up and began like this. There was a path of spiritual progress. There is a path of spiritual progress. I didn't just wake up and begin and, and, and mount the podium and begin to preach. And, and, and people are like hey, hey, hey vibration vibration all he no i didn't just begin there was a process you want to you want to gain mastery over a spiritual dimension but you don't want to go through process hmm. holy spirit And many of us are eating, but never growing. We all all have this friend. Everybody can testify. We all have this friend, right? They eat a lot, but they never grow. I know one person, I won't mention their name. It's a big mystery. They eat a lot, but they will never grow. Listen, you don't grow fat by eating, I kid you not. There are certain breeds of animals, there are certain breeds of animals that eat so much, but they never grow. Many are ever learning, but they're never growing. You can learn and learn and learn, but you never grow. You need the right kind of knowledge. You need the right kind of nutrients to grow. Now spiritual growth as a function of your knowledge and understanding of God's truth, what do you know about God's truth? Now, someone who, listen, let me t- let me say this to you: God God looks beyond your fasting and prayers, your worship, whatever you do that you think it will let you gain ascendancy on the path of spiritual progress. God looks beyond those stuff. It's not just the fasting and the praise that will make you go. Those are the ingredients. But you need something higher than that. And I'm coming to give it to you. First thing you need to understand that in this kingdom, it is God that only makes men. It is what? It is God that only makes men. And a lot of people, they think that whenever they are connected to you know Bishop Oyedepo or Apostle Samuel, they will make it. You will not make it. It is only God that will make you. If I were you, I'll lock my door, throw the key, and throw myself in the river for God to make you something. Don't think that just because you took a picture with Ben was like, you're gonna be a next healing, 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 healing a, a, a general. Only God makes men. Paul said to the people of the, of the house of Corinth, he said, if you look at me, if you look at Apollos, you will never become anything. He said, even though I planted, even though Apollos have water, it is God that gave the increase. Now, someone asked me, so how does God give the increase? Or how do I align myself for God to lift me up? So many people pray, but they don't get the the, the, the results or, or, or the the rewards of prayer, but we will go do we will pray and we'll get the rewards and the answers to prayers. Sometimes I'm just the I ask God a question, just I'm talking question and I'll get the answer but somebody has fasted 18 days for one for one thing he hasn't gotten the answer there is a problem God looks beyond fasting and prayers studying of the scriptures worship giving whatever that you think that will lead you to the path of spiritual progress God looks beyond those stuff So what are the ingredients you all know them prayer worship Fasting, fellowship, quiet time, giving, whatever you want to, whatever you want to add to it. The first thing God looks beyond these ingredients, number one, is heart posture. God will evaluate your heart. Many say one thing with their lips, but their heart is saying another thing. You can go and go and pray katu, kata kata. Your lips is saying one thing, but your heart is saying another thing. God will check both. The Holy Spirit will scan your heart. So as a wise master builder, at every point of your life, you must go for heart checkup. Like the way you go for health checkup, you must go for heart checkup. Now, where do you go for heart checkup? You must go to the Holy Spirit. You must come under the auspices of the Holy Spirit. For the Holy Spirit to scam you. It was Ezekiel that said, Lord my God, take away my stony heart and give me a heart of flesh. David said, Lord, create in me a clean heart, renew a right spirit within me. And he made a strong cry, He says, Search me. So every point of your life you must go for heart check. It was Jeremiah that said, The heart of man is desperately wicked. God will check your heart god listen 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 by god's grace it's not there's not a cliche by god's grace we fraternize the economy of prayer and many people pray with their lips but they don't pray with your heart you can see me making your and people be talking but it's not it's not it's not it's not it's not not the energy i'm emitting it's not the tongues i'm blowing it is my heart posture I pray with my heart. I don't pray with my lips. Those ones is just to emit energy, you know, encourage you all to pray, but we pray with our hearts. We don't pray with our lips. Ask every prayerful person, they will tell you that prayer is done in the heart and not on the lips. God will check. Are you just going to church because everybody's going to church? Are you fasting and praying just because your pastor or this this dude called Alberti said fast? Or you or you claim that you know God? I want I want you to use me. I want to find your prophetic anointing. So you have laid down yourself 68 days of fasting and prayer. God will check. Are you doing that to fulfill your last so that you come and say, Oh boy, me to ideal? I'm the territorial prophet now? God will scan your heart. Many fast and pray but are not yielded to the Holy Ghost. Many have not given their all to God. When you pray, you don't give your all to God. When you pray, you're looking on your phone. When you pray, you're watching sky spawns. just say, you are not yielded. How would a prayer strike a chord in eternity? You will never grow until your all and your fullness is under the submission of the great one on the path of spiritual progress at a certain point you must be willing to give up everything in fact on the path of spiritual progress at a certain point it may seem that you don't have a life and why is he always praying when he's always fasting doesn't he have what to do paul said i count all things by loss so that I may gain Christ. Now, there's something that we that there's something a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't know. It's called the law of spiritual exchange. Now, understand that whatever you want to gain in the kingdom, something must give way. So, if you want the anointing, something in your life must give way. If you want the blessings of God, something in your life must give way. Let me give a classic example. You want power. One of the channels of power is accurate fasting and prayer. You want to move in the power of God, or you want to have a powerful Christian life, but you don't want to fast and pray. You want to be overly bogus, overly strengthened in the spirit, but you don't want your flesh to go down. The Holy Spirit said this to me. He said, if you want your spirit to ascend, your flesh must come down. That is why we pray and we pray for long. That is why we fast and we do multiple fasting so that our flesh will come down and our spirit will be overly bogus. Something must give way. Listen, have you realized that whenever you are very in tune in the spirit, it seems that your fleshy desires die. That is the part of spiritual exchange. Something must go and something must give. You. Listen, whenever you are kindly minded, you are you, your, your your spiritual mentality is low. Check it. Check it. The last time you were overly bogus, the last time you had, you know, a decent alignment with God. All those your lastly desires. Oh, child, let me call this girl. Oh, let me go to the club. It, it, it was tame, but the days where you were high in the flesh. You couldn't even sense the spirit of God quicken you or giving you a burden. Now, a lot of Christians think that their advantage is in the flesh, but I came to tell you that your advantage is in the spirit. If you think that you succeed by your little cognitive mentality, think again because life is very spiritual. Do not let anybody deceive that life is just like that because there are things and there are things beyond us. The spirit realm is the mother of the physical realm. Respect that realm and you make it in life. It is impossible to grow without eating. So whenever you feel hungry or thirsty, it is a sign that your body wants to grow or sustain its composition, should I say. Now, I want you to understand that spiritual growth may be irreversible, but, sp- sorry, physical growth may be irreversible, but spiritual growth is irreversible. To grow spiritually, you have to be deliberate. You have to be deliberate and conscious about it. You must sacrifice. Holy Spirit taps you, or Holy Spirit gives you an instruction. Meet me at 6 a.m. every single day and pray. You wake up 5.30. I mean, I see my bro, Charlie, make her sleep. I'll do at 8. You will never grow. Because every promotion is tied to a spiritual instruction. Every manifest, listen to this. This is very powerful. Thank you, spirit every manifestation of the spirit is tied to a level of consecration. This is very deep. Every level of manifestation is tied to a level of consecration. You must consecrate yourself. Some of you God told you that the first month of the first day of the month, first dry, but the first of the month you are eating hamburger and you think you gain in the spirit. God tells you do a three-day fast. You act as if you didn't hear. God told you that. Connect with this person, pray with this person. Or God told you that 12 a.m. every single day, meet me one hour, two hours, and make intercession. You didn't you acted as if you didn't hear it, and you want to gain in the spirit. You want it won't happen. How do I how do I know you are growing spiritually? Now, listen to this. You don't pray to go spiritually. Don't get, don't get it twisted. We don't count kata, 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 to go spiritually. No. You pray to build capacity. Prayer creates... Listen, the reason why we, the reason why I admonish you to pray and pray for long is that when you pray for long, a burden, a hangout will be infused in you. What does prayer do? I told someone that what well, many go and pray for things, but the first thing prayer has to do is that prayer has to do something in you before it does something for you. Bible says that Jesus was praying on the month of transfiguration, and Bible says, and then he transformed. So what prayer does to you, first that it brings transformation to you. So if what if prayer if prayer only brings things to you, then to you then you are not. You are not, you are not what? Hitting the place and the purposes of prayer to its peak. Prayer must transform you. So you know that you are somebody that is, you panic a lot, you have fear. You can pray to a certain room where, Something will rest upon you. Bible says that when the apostles were persecuted and they were afraid, they went to their prayer and began to pray. And Bible says when they came out, they came up with boldness and the things that they were afraid of. They began to confront it. What have you what listen? Let me not go there. Prayer creates more and more hunger. That is why Albany is always hammering on prayer. Pray, 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 pray. So, if you pray without study, you blow up. Like I said, if you study without praying, you're a theologian, and we don't want theologians because the kingdom of God is in power, it's not talk. How do I know you're going spiritually? Number one. <laughs> there is a level of increase of grace upon your life, like I said before. If you're on the path of spiritual progress, you should, be, you should have a heightened measure of the grace of God. Now, what is the grace of God? The grace of God is the energy God gives men to partake in something that they cannot do with their natural strength. Grace is energy. Mm. the reason why many of us or many people backslide in Christianity is that they lack understanding of that Christianity is not an activity. It's a lifestyle. The day you realize that Christianity is a lifestyle, you're on the path of spiritual progress. Nothing can stop you, only yourself. And the threshold God has placed on you, even that one, you can break it. Christianity is ninety five percent lifestyle, 5% activity. It is activity supposed to power the lifestyle for there to be what? Fullness of the measure of the stature of Christ built in you. So I will ask a female, who do you want to marry? You say, oh, I want to marry a godly guy. Someone who fears God. Listen, don't think that if a guy is in church, he's good for you. Walk in discernment. Just because you see me at church, don't mean I'm good for you. Just because you see this fine boy in church, he, he's in a choir. That doesn't mean he sings. His voice is angelic. That doesn't mean he's good for you. Let me tell you this. And I know this, and I can see a lot of female in the church, 25 years plus. I know most of them. I can't even give screenshots and testimonies. You will see them in church. They are praying. Some of them can pray. But you know why they are praying? They are praying because they want to get married. After they marry, that prayer power is gone. You see this young guy in the prayer department. He can pray to say he can pray and blow the roof away because he has prayer power. But he's there because he's waiting for his 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 his, 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 his uh, job a uh, job to uh, 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 uh to come to pass. When he gets that job, he's out of the church. You will never see him in prayer meeting. That is why I know when listen, that is why sometimes when most of you pray God is delaying a prayer. Because when God gives you that thing, you are out of his presence. There are two people in the world. People who visit the presence of God and people who in the presence of God. Which one are you? Do you dwell in the presence or you visit once every three months? And hey God, I need this. That is why you pray, you pray for long. Because if God, God knows that if he gives it to you, you are out of the door. If God gives you that job, you will, you will say, I'm too busy to come to church. See this friend of Jen, serving God. When she gets married, you will see her again. So you will see her, you think, Kai, put me here. I need to connect to, to this person. This person is hot, but they're they are only hot for one particular reason, marriage, job or etc. When they get those things, they are out. So when you, when, when you, when you physically scan to think that this person is matured in, a, in the things of God, you make a big mistake. Because not everybody praying with us, serving God with us have accurate burdens. Holy Spirit, help me. If you partake in spiritual exercise, perpetually grace will be supplied so that it becomes easier. Number two, there will be an increase in the love for God. You have more passion. You have more zeal. You have more tenacity to serve God. Like the way a girl a girl likes a guy, a girl will literally drive five hours to go and see a guy, or vice versa. I know this girl; she likes the guy so much, she will drive one hour, twenty minutes, go and see the guy. Guy no own panel, and then the guy will let him stay outside and talk to him outside. Let me know. Let me know. Go there. Love is the ultimate factor. You must sacrifice. If you love God, you'll be willing to let go of anything. You know, one of the things I told you that if God tells you to leave your boyfriend or girlfriend, would you leave him? And I don't say, say, hey, no, no, God, why don't that one dear? Then you are not, you are not ready. You listen. You, 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 you are not ready. You are not ready for spiritual growth. You are not ready. You are not ready to grow. If you can't leave your boyfriend, if you can't leave your girlfriend, if you can't leave that guy, you can't leave that friendship or that gang, you are not ready. And if you're not ready, then don't be ready. The more you grow, or the more the your love for God grows, the more he hides you and draws you closer. Like the way you want to draw and always spend time with your boyfriend and girlfriend. That's how it is. Number two, number three, surely you are growing spiritually. There will be an increase in wisdom, revelation and fear of God. I'm teaching. I'm not preaching today. I don't want to take off like a tornado. There is no point. You know, ask them, oh, how's today's session powerful? But they didn't learn anything. I'm I'm teaching, I'm taking my time so that the word will be digested into your, into your heart and into your spirit. If you are growing well, wisdom become the natural thing, you become wise. Bible says that in the book of Job, that the wise old men they were peeping into the vistas of divinity to hear the counsel of God. Nobody could pick it up. But Elihu, the young man, by the spirit of wisdom, was able to pick up the counsel of God. Whilst all these wise old men could not. Wisdom. When you grow spiritually, you become wise. You can grow so much in God to the extent that you can disciple people who are born again more than your age. There are people born again Twice as me, but we teach them dynamics by the grace of God. If truly you are growing spiritually, there must be advancement. When I look at my messages two years ago, I laugh, I even feel embarrassed I'm like, Yo, bro, who is that? Is that me talking? What was I saying? Because there's, there must be an increase. But says, and the child, someone grew in favor. Grew in favor and stature with God and with men. So you must increase. If I look at my messages on Facebook or whatever two years ago and it's, it's, it's potently powerful as today, then I'm in big error. I'm in big error. I have become a the Kumase pastors. <laughs> Revelation should increase. You should have rumors in secrets now right now right if i see everybody bring your bring your uh bring your books let me see the mysteries and the revelation god is giving to you Obey don't write anything you're not you're not learning anything if i look at your book i might cry what is god teaching you number four the proof of spiritual growth is instant and perpetual obedience. Whenever you find it, listen to this, whenever you find it hard to obey God, it means that you have not grown well. Because a man who has grown to a level or a stature will find it very easy to obey God. When God says, empty your bank account, show it to me, you will do it without hesitation. But if I'm not going to a stature, like, hey God, did I hear you? Hey, mm. Or God says that pray for pray for this person you are beefing. Hey God, did I hear you? Three days ago, the Spirit of God was praying a place of prayer, and the Spirit of God gave me a word of knowledge to give to somebody, and I'm beefing with. I have to give it to the person. I have to give it to the person. Spiritual growth. <laughs> Spiritual God should make you to have the ability to hear God clear. Some of you can't hear the voice of God. Oh! And you are not bothered. You can't hear God's voice. Imagine there's an impending danger. Spiritual God causes you to hear the voice clear. God will say, don't go out. God will say, break up with that guy. It will take you eight months before you do it. That time you will miss what God wants to do in your life at that season. I told somebody, the more you spend time with men, the less you spend time with God. The more you spend time with God, the less you spend time with men. Sometimes, lock yourself, turn off your phone, and seek the monarch of Zion. Every single day, you're on Twitter, tweeting, Instagram. And you want to grow. Bible says that when we behold him, we shall be like him. What are you beholding? All you are beholding is fine hands, always on Instagram, scrolling. You are not beholding the man Jesus. So how can you be like him? You spend 28 minutes with God every single day and expect to be a principality. You're a joker. Listen. If you find it how to say no to men, you have a problem. A big one. You know God revealed that. This guy, this girl ain't good for you, but you have to come and cross-check with 12 different prophets. Our prophets God? You know. Sometimes you don't even need the voice of God. You know by... You know, by your spirit, that this relationship, I mean, is whack, is toxic, but you're still sitting inside and coming to ask me, oh, Trick, this guy did this. Is it okay for me? Me, when you when come and ask me these questions, I'll give you a stupid answer. I'll tell you, stay in it so you learn sense. The challenge to obey God is a sign that you have not grown spiritually. If you find it hard to obey God, it's a sign that you have not grown spiritually. Number five, if truly you are growing spiritually, there must be an increase in grace and peace in your life. I'm focusing on peace now. No matter the storm around you, you are never disturbed. Jesus was sleeping in the boat. There was a raging storm, but he was coming still. He said, be still and know. So so God has assured you that, you know, be still and know that I am with you. but yet you panic. Someone called me and said, my parent died. And I told them, it is well. The person said, hey, trick. you said it is well. Yes, it is well. What should I say? It is well. Peace and tranquility. When you go spiritually, the things that will make people to break down are the things that will make you to prepare in life. He said, my peace I give to you. Not of the world, but that which coming from me. A man who has not going spiritually will panic over everything. A man who has not going spiritually will what? ...panic over everything. A man who has not gone spiritually... ...will panic over everything. If you are spiritually mature... ...you will know that the storm will come... ...by it will end. You have peace. He said, my peace I give to you. So one of the signs of spiritual maturity is that you have peace and control. A guy broke broke up with, broke your heart so you want to kill yourself. You're a, sp- you a spiritual baby. A guy broke up with you, so you want to cut yourself. I told somebody, no human being is permanent in your life. If they want to go, they can go. Listen, don't cry over Josh, for God's sake. You always cry over Josh, and that Josh is doing this to me. Josh is not giving me attention. Josh is this. Tyrone is this. You know, Emmanuel is this. But you have never cried to the Holy Ghost and say, Holy Ghost, help me, help me, help me. But you cry over men. I know someone who backslided because they failed some of their courses. Some people will get angry because they did a test and they got 90%. So then they become depressed. It's like the whole world is crashing. You lack peace. Some of us, we go two carryovers in IGCSE. But we still did. If you laugh, God will punish you. Amen. Peace. And I heard this story, somebody killed himself just because they did not get, you know, uh, uh, the ace they wanted. Stood on a, uh, a story building and threw themselves. We lack peace, we lack spiritual growth. Number six, if you're truly growing spiritually, you are willing to let go of everything. You come to a place where you say, if I perish, I perish. Your friends will reject you, so be it. If God gives an instruction, fast 200 days, so be it. You are willing to pay the price. Number seven, if you are growing spiritually, you can tell others what God is doing in this season in their territory. If, listen, if you are going spiritually, you, listen, listen, if you are going spiritually, you should be able to pick, you should be able to peep into the vistas of divinity and be able to pull out what God is doing this season. If I ask 10 of you on this line, what is God doing this season? The answers I'll get. Why? Because you are not going spiritually. You don't know what the father is doing. It's like like you are in the same kingdom with your father, but you don't know what your father is doing in the kingdom. How? I said this, and I'm going to say this. The first prophet in your life is yourself. You are the prophet of your own life. How, How can I come and prophesy to you that, and then it's new to you? Prophecy is basically confirmation so every time a prophet comes to you and the thing sounds so new to you it means you have a problem in hearing the voice of god because until god reveals something to your neighbor he makes sure that he'll give you a glimpse so when your neighbor comes you can confirm it but you don't hear anything the last time you hear the voice of god was 10 months ago man shall not live by bread alone baron will see you for hard coke but every single word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Number eight, if you're truly growing spiritually, you are easily yielded to the Holy Ghost. Can God wake you up at 1 a.m. to make intercession? All the time you are sleeping. You have never sacrificed your sleep for kingdom purposes and agenda. And you say, God, use me. Number nine, the proof you are going spiritually is stature in prayer. Now, when I say prayer and people are acting funny. What we, stature in prayer means prayer power. Prayer power is not shouting. It is your ability to remain and stay in the place of prayer. I said this to people. I said the only way I know men know how to pray is when we have availability to pray and availability of time to pray. When we have when we have 20 hours to pray, let's say right now we have six hours to pray. That is when we know whether you can pray or not. Because prayer is not a physical infrastructure. It is a spiritual infrastructure. You will need the help of the spirit to pray adequately and efficiently. So you come and then you begin to pray. You are using your strength. After 25 minutes, you are tired. But a man who has stature in prayer, he'll come to a place, you understand that, the Spirit helped my infirmity. For I don't know what to pray for. So that man can pray, he can pray and pray and pray. You pray, you will be in the Spirit. Even if he gets tired and draws back in the flesh, he can ascend back to the Spirit. And not just praying in the Spirit, speaking in tongues, he can move from that realm and go to the realm of groaning and listen to me and listen to me very carefully. After groaning, there are other dimensions. You know the reason why you don't know? Because you are not fraternized. With, listen, prayer is irresistible. Groaning is not the limit. You can come to, you can surpass groaning. But how will you know if you are not embarked on it? And I say, eh, we, we, this is are praying too much. Grace is supplied. Prayer power is supplied. Energy is supplied. Bedding, bedding is supplied. Structure number ten. The proof of spiritual growth is the ability to forgive easily and quickly. If it takes you one year to forgive somebody, you're a spiritual baby. No further. I don't go any further than this. Because when I said to somebody, somebody gave me an eye. <laughs> I can't perceive. No matter I mean, The proof of spiritual growth is that you know the ways and the ways of the spirit. Is that you know the ways of God and the ways of the spirit. You know when the Holy Spirit is leading you. When God wants me to embark in certain economies, or certain things, he does certain things to me. He gives me burdens. He gives me burdens. You know, we are all white differently. We are all white differently. Some people are white differently. What are the ways of God you know? Do you know? Some of you, in certain season, there will be this. It's like, you feel this troubleness in your spirit. God is calling you to 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 publish a secret place, for instance. With me, it's burden. It's like I'm tensed. It's like there's a block and cement upon me. I cannot... I cannot feel free until I've done or, 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 or sustained and exhausted that burden. And I prophesy by burden. Most of the prophets I give is burden. When I feel a burden in me, I begin to pray. Then the word pops out. Everyone is different. Probably, probably, probably Prophet Emmanuel is different. He's probably an inspirational prophet, an ecstatic prophet. Then they see visions. They are, the, they are the big boys. The proof of spiritual growth is descending of spirit and men. When you enter your room, do you know that a demon has entered your room? You don't know, because you have flesh, you are karma. Your spiritual eyes is not aware. Now, I found something very remarkable. I was praying, Lord, open my eyes so I want to see this thing, so I can prophesy. And one day, Holy Spirit said to me, your spiritual eyes is not an organ. It's the state of awareness. I just blessed somebody here. Your spiritual eyes is not this. It is a state of spiritual consciousness. That is why whenever you pray and fast for long, you become conscious of the spirit. I know what to do for me to interact with angelic beings. I must probably pray for minimum 21 days. So you go to a place of prayer. In my hands. No, it's not It's not an organ. And this is deep teaching here. It's not an organ. It's the state of spiritual awareness. So how do you get to that state? You pray, you fast, you kill the flesh, and you puff up the spirit. So even if a demon taps you, or an angel taps you, or those three moves, you feel it. This is not part of the message, but I just thought like saying it. Descending of spirit. Now I can't see, I need to wear my glasses. Number 13, the proof of spiritual is hospitality. You are willing to lay down your life for others. It's the proof that you have grown. Some of you are too selfish, me, myself and I. When was the last time you said, oh boy Jack, take this, eat, drink. When was the last time you, you was like, you know what? Let me spend three days on my fasting prayer praying for this person. Or telling or giving this person this secret, I think it's going to help them. You are not hosp- hospitable. You can't lay down your life for others. You are not grown spiritually. Because the proof of spiritual maturity is not of self, but of others. Listen, it was out of love that Jesus came to die for you. If you are not born again, it doesn't doesn't change God. I told somebody, God is existence himself. God does not exist. He's the totality and the fullness of existence. Listen, whether you are born again, whether you make it in life, it doesn't change God. God's eternal status is, is not dependent on your opinion. And I'll backslide if God has not helped me. Backslide. The proof of spiritual growth is an increase in the culture of giving. Giving, you don't want to give, you want to give to advance the kingdom. Every day you spend your money, you spend the things that God has given you power to get on yourself, and you want to go spiritually. I told someone the, the the first way to conquer corruption and greed is by giving. When you can give, it means you're not corrupt. The proof of spiritual growth is humility and a broken and a contrite spirit. You don't boast. The Holy Spirit said to me this week. He said, "Don't boast of your capacity," and He gave me a scripture in the book of. Second Corinthians chapter 4, I think, I'm not sure. He said, for we have this treasure in earthly vessels. And I love it. He said that the excellency of the power might be of God and not of us. I'm going to end with this. And then we ask questions. Don't think that you have the power.